so it always kind of like pumped me pumped me for a good uh, good ride so yeah, uh pump you all the time you're listening to tough city radio 90.1 fm chmz shaking it but not breaking it waves we get here on the Pacific have returned in earnest. I think you've noticed that if you've been heading towards the beach over the last few days, they come a long way sometimes from all over the world. And today we've got a show that touches on elements that goes from coast to coast, to Europe, to even a place that touches on Surrey vibes and Dark Nights, potentially the Illuminati, who knows? But one thing's for sure, Tough City Radio, this very radio station, is hosting the Queen of the Peak kickoff party this Friday night at the hostel. And tonight, we got some really cool interviews, podcast style and live, on the air, call-in vibes. Coming from Erica D, DJ Awabawa. We're going to be playing this weekend as part of the backside kickoff barbecue and party with food courtesy of Shelter Restaurant. And tonight, we're just going to ease into it with one of my favorite tracks of the last few months. Played it a couple times here. Not enough, if you ask me. And then we'll get into it with Graham Martel. Introduce yourself. Graham, where are you from? Well, uh, I was born in Kamloops. Um, spent a little bit of time in Surrey and uh, saved by the gentleman in Coquitlam. And basically been a long road to get where I am today. But I, uh, <laughs> this is a funny story. I, I caught myself uh, walking circles around the town today with no sense of direction. No sense of direction? Well, I didn't know where I was going. It just left or right when you get to the right angle you go left you go right yeah that's right so so this is this is what graham's been dealing with today this is this is a sneak peek of our conversation we're going to ease into a bit later and uh i think it's going to have some type of some type of journey to tonquin beach that uh that we can hear about right yeah i uh and it ends up with uh me finding a triangle shaped spider web nice
We started off with L-Side, So High, featuring MC Fava. We're in studio here with Graham Martel. How do you feel those Sour Patch Kids are treating you? Oh, they're good. You know, all about the gummy bears. That's right, man. So tonight on the show, as I mentioned, a live interview with Erica D calling in from out of town before she drops in to the tough city. Pretty stoked as well. Graham's got some, would you call it poetry? Uh, it's a little bit of spoken word, a little bit of rap, a little bit of a wake-up call for the world. <laughs> sounds sounds like it fits. Sounds like it fits with the Frequency Horizon vibes, so just stick around. More to come, but this song's not over yet, is it? sweet drum and bass like that makes me pretty stoked to know that we have one of our own reporters from tough city radio studios who has since departed and is now able to report on us for on, on a music festival for us from croatia that's dj zoiko and he's going to bring us his perspectives on the drum and bass and uh, darker vibes that he's into of the dub variety a little bit later in the show that's outlook festival he went to it took took him a couple weeks to recover i'm not gonna lie um but i'm not gonna hold that against him in fact he's got a pretty stellar report that was l side and mc fava with so high and as we look forward to that part of our show where we're gonna get into the deep dubstep let's just like flip it back a little bit with some a little bit more intensity. Here's Inai, Dark Water, featuring Charlie Bricks. I think it's any. E-N-E-I. How do you say it? Any, let's say. Open your eyes and see that dark water's rising. Open 
What do you think of this music, man? I think it's got uh, a trippy, funky, upbeat tone to it. I really like it. Nice, 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 nice. Well, tell me about, by the way, tell me about that. You showed me a picture of the white hat on your phone. Okay. Tell it's, me about that. So it's a, it's a white hat with a rose, and I traded that in for my, uh, my black hat stained with blood. As one does. Yeah. But do, do you think there's a significance to that, the fact that you went from a black hat sort of individual to a white hat sort of individual? Oh, yeah. I'm glad I found the light in a sense of I was being controlled with fentanyl, and I knew it wasn't the person I was deep inside. It was just who they were making me become. Interesting. We'll leave it at that for now, and I think a song called Dark Waters might have some relevance, so we're going to play it out. Artist E N E I N E N I. I have to get back to you on that. One thing's for sure. It's called Dark Waters. Features Charlie Bricks. And I wouldn't mind hearing that again sometime. But I switched it up a bit. We're gonna keep playing on this drum and bass ferocity. This is a good one. Cold and rain. Around the corner, boys and girls. That's right. That's right. It's by Fracture. Definitely working. Right around the circuit. Definitely work it, work it, work it. Right around the circuit. Lots of blood fire up here. So coming up on the program, as we mentioned, we've got Erica D calling in to Tough City Radio. In about 40 minutes time, you can expect that. We're also going to have an amazing conversation from Victoria to Vancouver with someone who's going to be heading to Toronto, but first stopping in Tofino to rock. Your face is off. That's DJ Oabawa. 
It's coming up soon. Stay tuned. You're listening to Tough City Radio. Quick notes for you before we go on. There's a beach cleanup that's happening tomorrow. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with some of the floatsum and jetsum that is accumulated here on our coast. Seeing it disappear from this region once and for all and hopefully to be repurposed for their uses by some big name folks. So stay tuned. We'll have a little bit more about that in the future. Now, if you are interested in local happenings, one thing you'll want to do is you'll want to pick up a copy of the Westerly newspaper tomorrow. I got another front page story coming down the pipes. It's about the multiplex. What is the multiplex? It's about where you want to play hockey. They've been talking in the past about maybe having somewhere where you could go and basically jump in a pool, do some laps. That's kind of been put on the back burner. I'm not going to go into it in too much detail, but all I can tell you is that some folks that aren't too stoked about the future of the multiplex, others that are just over the moon by how close we're coming to the construction of an arena. But uh, pick yourself up a copy of the Westerly tomorrow. Get into that local journalism spirit because I went all the way to Victoria for this one. So, uh, yeah, I'll leave that up to you. But in the meantime, what I uh, would like to suggest, just... Think about it for a second. You might have to think about this one for a second because I know you guys out there love your yoga and I know that you find some benefit in it. Not everyone, but, you know, if, you, if you're if you a yoga pra- practitioner, you know how crazy it is, like, the feeling you can get after you just do yoga, even one time, how much of a perspective, how much your perspective can change. You know, how how you can kind of go from a spot where you're, confused or doing all right to just having that I guess the second look at your schedule the I guess um, yeah a rejuvenation I don't know that's maybe a good way to put it if you want that for other folks you might be able to to do something And, and, and here's the opportunity that I'm talking about how's it is starting its own yoga league through the athletic society that they have out there. But what they need is they need you to donate your lightly used or brand new, never used yoga mats. You think you can do that? They're, they're not asking for a lot. They only need about 20. And with 20 yoga mats, there's a whole bunch of folks that are going to get a chance to experience that same emotion that you've had time and time again Maybe they've never had it before. Or maybe, like me, they love yoga, but uh, it's been a little bit too long since they did it last, you know? Well, you can make all the difference. All you have to do is drop off your yoga mat to OCN Garden 
And uh, or if you know Marcy out in the house, it she can help you out. Now we're gonna play our track of the week. Nicholas Jar, fight. It's one I passed over quite a long time ago. Didn't think too much about it. But as I headed out of town, fired up the old engine, went up and down, around and around on that windy road you and I are both so familiar with. In the middle of the night, I found this is the perfect track to jam out to. I hope you agree. If you don't, let me know on the Facebook, the Twitter, however you want. But this guy's legit, so I kind of don't expect those messages. Here it is.
was Nicholas Jar with Fight. Man, do the synthesizers ever open up, eh? What did you think of that one, man? Ah, I liked it. I, I really uh, got me zoning out like I was visiting another planet, if that was ever possible. Do you think it is possible? Well, I think it's all relates around vacuums. Have they been able to create a perfect vacuum yet? Because the key to time travel lies in the absence of matter. The absence of matter? Yeah. How does that work? So if you get a piece of paper and you fold it in half and you stick a pen through it without making a mark, is that theoretically possible? Is it? I like to think so. Well, vacuum or no vacuum, we got some great music coming down the pipes and you'll be happy to know that the next song references the idea of aliens okay so we got walker and royce take me to your leader right here on top city radio you're tuned into frequency horizon every week from 9 to 11 p.m in tofino bc surfing mecca of canada we got you rocking Tequila, rolling on that greening, my face is on the ceiling, take me to your leader, feel I am just marching, pop just two thick dolphins, that I caught a coffin. Royce, take me to the leader. I'm an alien. 
just see the stars. I just see the stars. Where we are. Anyhow, we're rolling right into the evening here with the Frequency Horizon. A show that's focused on the waves coming across the liquid and visual planes. And we're here in studio. Do you have a do you have a poet name? Do you have a rap name? Ah, uh, no, I don't. Um, do you have Do you have an incognito name? Do you have anything that uh, you go by, or or what What do you like people to call you when you drop knowledge on folks? Um, I don't know. Maybe just a human being. Nice, nice, nice. And as a human being, do you feel you have something to say? Yeah, I've got lots to say. Um, it's just uh, almost too much to say in a sense. And I just hope people listen to what I have to say because it all will have meaning eventually. We can sure hope so, eh? So what I want to do, just listen for one second. You'll hear this music I'm going to play in the background. And you're going to pick a poem that you've written. And you're going you're gonna to deliver it to the Frequency Horizon audience. You ready? Check this out. I can make it work. My cool. phone was just freezing up. I guess they don't want me to get the word out, but I, I got it opened. When you get a message from the universe, how do you put it into words? Walking down the left side of the road, but I keep getting pushed to the right. It's all right. What is fright? Time to unite. The coffee burns so black, the kettle is about to explode. I got seven shells in my clip, and I'm ready to unload. So much hate and fury. Time to be heard, and hopefully one day known. Walking down the center left of the road. Joiner, Lucas, Jumanji, what's the difference between him and Illuminati? Sonic to Omega, what is Sega? They say keep six, I say watch your back. The legacy is begging me, the competition is duality, the new world reality. Now when the eye of Cyrus is looking down at me, don't you see? There's nothing that's gonna stop me, because the view from up here on the chessboard is a lot to me. So now it's time to slow down and just breathe. What's a genius? There is no such thing. Walking on water won't stop till I get to the top. Won't eat, can't stop, can't sleep. What is fame? What is torture? What is pain? Game of Thrones is the game. Time to bring back the Martel name. Conqueror of the Muslims, King of the Franks. I can't wait for change. Dance with the devil, but I'm back with the vengeance. Just take a look at my friends list. Keep it going, eh? That was that was quite quite worked well. And worked uh, quite well. the last thing I gotta say about this one is um, it's all about the tribes. I love how nomadic tribes are, right? And um, one second here. The, the the whole thing with tri the idea of tribes, I think, is like people that are grouped together. It's almost like a sense of community, right? We're, we're all we all belong to something at least in our minds exactly and that's why the way i see it there's only two spectrums but in those two spectrums there's three types of people in it but it sounds absurd but i have a hard time finding the right words when the towers start to fall creator don't help us all burn them down and let the good ones live they say a circle goes around and around and around 
So how do you find the middle ground? A-team is the new tribe, time to make a new town. From the beginning of time, civilizations have been run into the ground. How profound, do you like to hear the vibrations of sound? Do you love your city, or do you love your town? I love my tribe, but I hate my city. So now it's time to find the left of center before everything you have ever known gets broken down because my king don't wear a crown. That was some serious knowledge dropped by Grand Martel there. Explorations that I think some of us have never been down, others have. You may have written some poetry yourself that uh, touches on these themes. And I think when someone is being true to themselves and they put it on paper, not only does it say something about themselves, but it says something about how they view the world and maybe we can learn something from that. So I, I, I'm always very intrigued when people construct something more than prose, when they put it into stanzas, when they, uh, they try to get that message out to the world, because there's always some sort of truth there. What, what that is, you know, it's, that's up to you to decide. That's why you've tuned in to a show like this, is because you know that week in and week out on the frequency horizon, we travel around the world to gather unique little morsels, fresh sounds, and we tap it back in to what's happening here at home. And we're going to do that tonight over the course of the hour plus that we have left. But for now, we're going to turn up the volume, a little bit of drum and bass, Mephjus, Mirage. Some things are dark, and some things have a lot of intensity. It's nice to have a palate cleanser every once in a while, hey?
That guy's from Austria. Metchus. I want to know how you would characterize that type of music. Uh, well, it makes me want to get out on my surfboard when my ankle's better and learn how to charge the line and get loose. Get loose, charging the line. Can't say I did that exactly today, but I definitely tested out a, I shouldn't say brand new, but it's brand new to me, this surfboard, and I was pretty stoked. Did you ever have that feeling? Like, what was it like for you the first time you got, did you have, I mean, have you ever owned your own board? Oh, yeah. I got a 10-foot epoxy. And, um, you know, when you catch your first real wave and you get your hand in the face and, like, that happened for me in the middle of August out in Cox Bay, just a rogue wave came in, eh? And it just, like, rode it in all the way to shore. <laughs> it was it was a really cool experience I'll never forget. And that's why I like surfing so much, because skateboarding, snowboarding, you're calculating your line ahead of time. Surfing, you go where it takes you and you react to the wave. That's a good way to put it, I think. Because it looks, when you watch surfing videos, it looks like you're calculating the line. Like you kind of like go like, oh, look, they know what they're doing. And it's like, when you're out there, it's so freeform, hey? It's so like, you, you kind of like, you kind of be, got to be focused on the horizon. What do you look for when you're looking for a wave to catch? That's the part I haven't figured out yet. I'm the guy that's so ambitious, I'll paddle for any wave I think is going to be a good wave. So for me, the hardest thing is learning the virtue of patience when time is the only thing we're running out of. So how do you do that? <laughs> I think that might have been the smartest thing I heard all week. How do you figure that out? You know, I think that's something we could all think about, you know? Maybe if there was a way to figure out how you could stop time. I don't know, maybe, maybe it's possible, theoretically. <laughs> Theoretically, at least, right? So we got Lone with Mind's Eye Melody playing in the background. Check it out for one second here. It's kind of a little bit uplifting. It's kind of a little bit inspirational. So I wanted to hear a little bit about your journey today, your own personal travels that ended up at Tonquin. Sounds like it was pretty... <laughs> unique please. well in a sense like uh, I caught myself today walking around the town not really knowing which direction I was going you know you get to the corner of um, intersection it's like do I go left or do I go right and uh, I was having fun walking around and ended it's up kind of the classic right that's classic do I go left or right? which way do I go right <laughs> in life right so I end up at Tonquin and I was reading one of the signs and it says, the key to the universe lies in nature and the objects around nature. And at first, um, I was like, okay. I heard rumors, you know, there might be a chest of gold buried here somewhere. I don't know how crazy that would sound. But um, as I was walking, okay, so I see a triangle-shaped thing made out of trees cut with a chainsaw. So I go to check it out. And the first thing I find is war paint. And, you know, a geocache, you take something and you leave something. And I just so happen to have a black wooden pipe in my pocket, and I'm hoping it can represent a peace pipe. And uh, it's, um, it was almost surreal because it, it gave me a greater understanding of how the universe works and how the creator can represent himself through objects in life. But... Then, uh, a little further up the trail, I saw a spider web. There are three spider webs, all symmetrical, 
in a sense that one had a right angle, the other one was equilateral, and the other one was a perfect circle. But now it's just like, what does this mean? What does it stand for? And what is a black mushroom? Because there was a couple of those there too. Pure black mushrooms. Yeah, I, I got pictures of it all too. And uh, if you want to find it for yourself, it's uh, worth checking out. And it's near a stair set on the right side, past the sign. Do you think the mushroom will still be there? I hope so. Because uh, there was only two of them. There's only two mushrooms. Take, take a look though, right? What, do, what does that look like to you? Okay, so let me see if I can describe this. Um, well, it's, it's obvious to me that this is a totally normal cell phone picture. It's a little bit blurry, but mostly in focus, right? Um, the ground looks very similar to what you'd see in, in any forest around Tofino. And then up in the top left corner, near the center, actually, are these two black mushrooms. Um, kind of ovular shape. In fact, one looks a little bit like a UFO. <laughs> they, they both kind of look like miniature UFOs, I'm not going to lie. With black, it seems like they're black stems, although that could just be like heavily shaded. But the slight blur on the photo makes it seem otherworldly as well. So it's kind of nice to, to just know that something I've never seen exists in my own backyard. Should I try eating one, you think? <laughs> I mean, I'd have to look at the book to see which one's which, you know? It might take me to a whole other planet, though. That's like close encounters of the, of the Tofino kind. <laughs> <laughs> you might come up with your own mind's eye melody, wouldn't you? You might invent some sort of, like, music that was from another planet. You never know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Jumanji, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to the Frequency Horizon. You've been riding with us for about, about an hour. We've got an hour plus left here on the show. And in that time, we have a lot planned. Our spaceship captains today, that's, that's myself, like usual, Drew Penner founder of the Frequency Horizon, and then today we have Graham Martel. And how would you characterize yourself, Graham? Well, uh, first I want to be a real estate agent, then possibly a general, and the last thing I want to do is be an astronaut. Why last? Oh, hmm, I got too much to sort out first before I visit the stars. You better start with that, eh? But not tonight. Start tomorrow, okay? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's see. We can, we can just chill tonight. So, Lone Mind's Eye Melody in the background. And, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, mark it on your calendar this Friday night. Backside kickoff, party and barbecue with Shelter Restaurant behind the barbecue. We got Erica D behind the decks. At least behind the mic. And uh, special DJ, Awabawa, who we're going to hear from both of them later tonight. Stick around. The fun is just beginning. And what that leads into is a track I thought I'd play once. It's by Mr. Jennings. It's a funny name. 
from the Unts.com. That's where where I ultimately heard this from. It's called Fluffle Shuffle. As you guys know, Co-op Tofino sponsors the Frequency Horizon. They've been doing that this whole year. Pretty stoked by it. You know, they're, they're, they're somewhere that you've been to almost certainly, if not today, sometime this week, in recent days. You know, we all know Co-op Tofino. This idea of it being part of a, a group and blah, 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 that uh, you're a member of, you're an owner, all this kind of stuff. I'm sure you heard it before. But what they've done is they've, they've given us some gift cards to give away. $25 gift card for co-op could be yours if you can answer this skill testing question. Tell me, what question do we have for sleeves today, Graham? It, it may not have a right answer. It may have a best answer. But it comes down to back to the vibrations of sound, okay? So you have work, you have motion. And when you strum a guitar and your hand hits the string, what is it that causes the energy to disperse and make a sound? And how do we interpret that sound? That's a really good question. I, I personally, I don't know if I could have an answer for you right away. Um, and I, I think there's a lot of people out there that might have an answer. They might know the right answer. And in fact, they could win a $25 gift card for co-op. And all you got to do is call me at 250 726-6245 that's 250-726-6245 tell us the answer Jennings with Fluffle Shuffle 
What do you think that means, Fluffle Shuffle? I think it means uh, the building blocks are about to get rearranged. And they're going to get rearranged. With this next track, it's Casey Light's Sundown. song make you feel man this song uh makes me feel like i want to get up right near the middle of the beach and stand up with my head in the sky and dance battle the world
Okay, so I have Erica D live on the phone here. How are you doing tonight? I think people here are pretty chilling. It's been like really sunny these days, but uh, today it was like the first time where some pretty heavy fog that rolled into Tofino. Not in a bad way, but uh, when you were lost in Tofino, did you get to witness any of this this fog at all? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was raining. I don't remember fog specifically, but it definitely wasn't sunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like been such a sunny summer. And um, it, you almost forget what it turns into in the winter, which is just this crazy, like, rain after rain sort of experience now. Where where did you actually grow up? I mean, did you grow up in a, in, in a climate that was, like, super sunny or rainy? Or wh where did you grow up? I grew up in Nelson, B.C., actually. I was born in Boston, Massachusetts. And then my family moved to Nelson, B.C. in 1989. So, yeah, my climate was, like, classic four seasons and um, lots of snow in the summer. Yep. It's funny because I was just flipping through my Twitter account for the radio show, which is the Frequency Horizon. It's at the Freak Horizon with a Q. And um, just tonight, and I have all these followers from all over the world and people I follow, and I'm pretty sure the person... This person I was following, I'm pretty sure they're not, they have no connection to Nelson or, you know, it certainly doesn't say Nelson on their account. Um, but they posted a picture that said um, Nelson, B.C., and it was of someone in a hammock with a bulldozer arriving. I don't know if this is an iconic picture or just something random that this person posted, but I just thought it was super funny that I came across this image of, uh, you know, something quite West Coast um, from someone that, as far as I know, isn't from that area right before I interview someone from Nelson, but don't you think, I mean, Nelson's the sort of place where you get those kind of weird um, occurrences, or, or like, like, what do you, do you, do you find Nelson's uh, an inspiring place to be? Um, in relation to, a, do you say a hammock and a bulldozer? Yeah, have you seen, I mean, unless this is a really iconic image that I, I've seen, I just, I imagine this is just some random picture, but it, it seems yeah. that Nelson's a pretty creative place where people are, are pretty creative, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I've never heard of photo, nor have I seen it. But I, um, I'm very much connected to the land in Nelson. I grew up, um, you know, I guess a free-range child. So, um, yeah, I definitely, you know, good singing and songwriting, um, there and grew up in a very uh, kind of sheltered lifestyle, being more connected to um, nature and uh, just the landscape of Nelson, growing up, going to outdoor music gatherings, my parents are musicians, the reason why because my dad actually helped to start a music college there. Um, and so I was always surrounded by musicians. There's plenty of musicians and um, artists in Nelson. So yeah, it's definitely an inspiring community um, and a beautiful place to raise your kids and grow up. But actually, to be completely honest, it wasn't Nelson that pulled the first like profound writing out of me. It's after moving back to Boston, Massachusetts being just like completely culture shocked by um, the amount of just suffering 
and commercialism that existed in the suburbs and in the city of you know um, the East Coast that that really pulled my artistry out of me, and I think that was, a, I mean, a lot of the hope and the, um, I guess, yeah, just light and inspiration does come from growing up in Nelson and being just, you know, free and able to just be who I am and, and run around in the woods and just sing at the top of my lungs. Um, so I kind of carry that energy with me wherever I go. So yeah, definitely a beautiful place to go and meditate and do yoga and be outside. And then as far as, you know, art and culture goes, there's, there's definitely a lot of art and um, music there as well. It's a good mixed bag, I would say. And you're going to be playing this this weekend here, coming up at a show that's co-hosted by the radio station, uh, Backside Kickoff at Party and Barbecue uh, at the hostel. It's five bucks for beers, five bucks for barbecue, um, with special guest DJ Awabawa, who's going to be, uh, you'll, you'll hear my interview that I did with her a little bit later on the show tonight. But, um, you know, one thing that I, I thought I mentioned to you, Erica, was that, uh, you know, uh, actually, sorry I wasn't able to make it to your show last last time you were in town and to you know, but I did help set it up with us uh, with you know helped out a friend with that uh, for a few minutes there. Um, but I did get a chance to see you previously at Atmosphere Gathering, the first one that they had, and that's something that kind of stood out to me was this sort of light that you were talking about or this uh, exuberance or, or whatever it is about the way you approach music. I mean, some people are very dark or very you know, uh, technical or, you know, techno-oriented or whatever it is, but, but you certainly have, um, there's like, there's a certain radiance to your music, and I'm just wondering, how, like, is that intentional, or is that something that just seeps through from your personality, or where do you think, you know, uh, those influences come from? Yeah, I definitely think that it seeps through um, from my personality. I am just a natural... I guess, soulful human. Um, I don't really change that much on, on stage. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I've always just sung, you know, from my heart and from a place of authenticity. Naturally, my voice is just very jazzy and connected to R&B, you know, soul music, which also has uh, you know, a rich history of spiritual, you know, gospel music, slaves songs, field haulers. Like I, I'm very rooted in that lineage of music. Um, and then when it comes to DJing, I generally just play music that makes me feel good. Uh, I don't think I've ever played anything and been like, oh, this is super dark. I should just play it because it's cool or something like that. I, I generally will play like even some cheesy music if it just makes me feel good and it sounds good to me um, and then as I've matured playing hip-hop and dancehall music I've also had to educate myself and spend a lot of time and put a lot of intention into even playing those songs because you know some of those songs are extremely degrading to women and um, yeah so I definitely feel like it, it comes out naturally and then there's there's an intention that goes into selecting other people's music too and also an intention that goes into my lyrical content and I've never really gone too mainstream in that way and I've said no to a lot of um, ideas and collaborations when they didn't align with uh, me as a human. 
that's got to be a hard thing to do, hey, to say like, oh, this, this could be fun or there could be certain things, you know, that, that, that come out of this. But at the same time being like, well, I don't know if that fully aligns with what I'm trying to do, you know what I mean, or, or where you want your music to go. I mean, do you have a good sense of what you're trying to do with your music or is it just next project after next project and you kind of take it one at a time? Yeah, no, I mean, I've collaborated with a lot of different producers, a lot of electronic producers that like dance music and, and want the content to be, you know, pretty light in that way. And I'll generally find something that still pulls the heartstrings. I mean, even if I'm talking about a relationship, it's still going to have some, some substance to it. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just like straight up said, said to people like, no, I'm not going to write about that. That's, that's just not me. So... Um, and I don't really have a problem with that. I never really felt, I guess, um, not like desperate, but just, you know, I've, I have a very um, kind of practical approach to living my life as an artist, and I don't, I've, I've never really felt like I needed to sell out to a certain degree to make money or to get recognition in a way. And to be completely honest, I'm really excited to uh, perform more of my original music and, and focus on this more present listening crowd versus the, the crazy uh, festival party crowd. <laughs> and and one of the one of the songs that you've come out with recently um, was with um, you did a collab, didn't you, with DJ Decline recently, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. So that actually is a classic example of like. Um, a remix. So I actually wrote that song for my album, and then Small Town DJs and Decline remixed my song. So they they took this very emotional song and just put a really nice, you know, dance me beat to it. But it's actually a really sad love song about like letting go of a lover because you just know that it's the best thing to do. So the the line that they quoted was, "You walk and find yourself, while I I walk and find myself." So, and then they called it You Walk. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, yeah, it was a collaboration in the sense that they took something of mine and meshed it with their own artistry. But, yeah, it's, it's, the original is actually really slow. Not slow, but just, you know, a lot more stripped down version of, of a song that I wrote and put out on my album, New Skies, which came out in 2016. And you said you're getting into the original kind of productions maybe a bit more what avenues are you considering or, or what are you finding inspiring as far as what you're creating these days yeah i'm i'm just like really inspired by all the same music that i grew up on and just like coming back to um the origins of the music that i do i'm really into jazz and live live instruments um, and I'm also really into hip-hop, authentic hip-hop with conscious lyrics and um, just the abstract sampling and rich voice, vocal harmonies and, and instruments. That's kind of what's really pulling me right now. It's a lot of, um, yeah, the next project is, it is in collaboration with a couple of producers still, and there's still electronic elements to it. But overall, it's just a lot more, just kind of moody and deeper, and um, yeah. And you're coming to Tofino uh, for this Friday's show. What drew you back, or what 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 are you what is it? What is the way you kind of look at 
Tofino, I mean, you know, from being from Nelson, I'm sure you've you've heard of it before, and you know, a lot of Canadians may not have heard of it. A lot of you know people from the states may not have heard of it, but you, you probably have a good sense of Tofino. But how do you think about it now that you you've been here a few times uh, this year? I think that's definitely possible. I think you, I could, I feel like you can make that happen, um, and uh, maybe you could. I, I'm looking forward to, to meeting you there on on Friday, hopefully. And uh, uh, thanks for calling in to to the show or chatting with us on the show. And uh, yeah, any last words uh, before I let you go here? Yeah, totally. Um, let's see. What are my last words? Well, I just was mentioning how I'm really excited to make you know some more listening music but for Friday I'm definitely excited to play some really just good vibes dancey music um the other artist that I'm bringing with me plays a lot of really nice uh, African beats so we'll we'll just be throwing down the soulful you know up tempo feel good warm your heart music and I'm excited to dance with everyone and and uh and also celebrate women who are badass and surf so that'll be great should be sweet and we're, we're gonna we're going to roll out here with this track. Erica D, Large Mawson, and Machi with The Light. And, uh, nice. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a great one. So thanks for calling in, and uh, thanks for tuning into the Frequency Horizon, you guys. Talk to you soon.
So we're going to play this next track, Evil Intent, Lumberjack, with Twin Moon. And then we'll be back with my conversation with another DJ. Going to play this Friday, DJ Oabawa, that's Orla. Hope you enjoy the intermission here. Thank you. 
So now we're going to play you my conversation with one of the other folks involved in the Friday night production, the backside kickoff party and barbecue taking place at Hostel International Tofino, Whalers on the Point Guest House, 81 West Street in Tofino. Covers by donation, by the way. Goes from 6 p.m. till midnight. Beers are five bucks. Barbecue, five bucks. Should be a good time. And, uh, yeah, this girl's all over the map. Not necessarily at the end of the road. Almost feel like she's, like, on a plane, touching down in all these different locations around the world. So, yeah, check it out. Stay on the line while your call is completed. Long distance charges may apply. Hey, Drew. Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Pretty good. This is Orla. It is. It is I. Right on, right on. Busy day for you there today? Mm, yeah, a little running around. Some studio time, which was good. Where are you right now? Uh, I'm just out from dinner in Vancouver. Oh, cool. Sushi or like typical Vancouver, what I picture as Vancouver food or what? Uh, it's a place called Caveman Cafe, and it's like mostly paleo, I guess. So. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's not like it's a, it's like humble. It's not like a potential bougie place. It's just kind of like the, like the prices are decent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm um, actually in Victoria right now, so I'm kind of like on a jaunt too. So I'm kind of in an urban environment. So I'm kind of like. Cool. On that frequency. Is it too? Is the background too loud for you, or is it okay? I don't hear it, so. Okay, good. Can you tell me what's in the background? I'm missing it. It's, I'm like in Tinseltown Mall, so there's like a lot of hubbub. <laughs> Which one's Tinseltown? It's that weird ass mall in Chinatown. That's like a miracle that it's still afloat because it's like 50% occupied with stores and there are like there are very few people that seem to kind of teach like like are, um, there's like very little patronage I don't understand how it stays alive kind of one of those weird Vancouver mysteries so DJ Oa Boa yeah is that an acronym is that an acronym or is that um... it's not <laughs> um, it, so when, when I was a kid, I had a speech impediment, and I think until I was like eight, I couldn't properly say my name Orla, so I used to say, hi, I'm Owa, and then all my friends would call me Owa, and my sister just started calling me Owa Boa, and it kind of stuck. Where did you grow up? I grew up in North Vancouver, BC. Nice, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. It must have been way different back then, eh? It really was, yeah. As kids, we actually, I was really blessed. We, uh, as a kid, I was just able to kind of like wander in the forest by myself or like with friends. And it, you know, it's not like today where it's just there's a lot. I don't know. We had a lot more freedom, I think, when we were kids. So yeah, it was cool. No, I I grew up in Ontario, so I can't really speak for Vancouver. This is still like in my mind always, you know, the West Coast, like this total like hippie progressive place. Like when you're a kid, you don't really think about it too much. It's just that giant green place where it doesn't really snow that much. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> well, what, did you find it was like a great place to get into music when you're younger, or is music something you came to later in life? I wouldn't say so. I, I think it's like, I mean, I um, got into music early because um, my mom put me in classical piano when I was like five years old, and I I studied classical piano until I was like uh, 17, and so that was my basis. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I got into music. I guess my older sisters. I'm the youngest of four girls, and you know, I was like nine years old, and my sister was like like making me listen to Hole and like Nirvana and all that grunge music and then eventually kind of I got into hip-hop myself yeah and I was big into musical theater in high school and and elementary school and uh just did a bunch of like played the clarinet and uh was in like jazz choir and kind of like performed and did music any chance I could get that's awesome I mean, mm-hmm. you got to start somewhere, and, uh, you know, that's the best foundation, in my opinion, is the classical, right? You know, to, to have a structure to then transition to understanding yeah. you know, rhythms and whatever else. But uh, yeah. you get involved in, so you say, like the club scene or the electronic music scene. Um, yeah, I guess it was like a, it was like a slow and steady process. Um, I got, I used to not listen to any kind of electronic music until... I went to South Africa uh, on exchange when I was 20, and I was and house music is really big in South Africa. They're the biggest uh, consumers of house music in the world, and being there made me really get into house music. And then from there, um, I explored like Vancouver's underground electronic music scene, which is really good. And I've kind of weaved in and out of different styles of music, and I had a, a big, like, old-school, quote-unquote, true-school hip-hop phase when I started breakdancing, where all I listened to was, like, really underground music from, like, the early 90s. Uh, and that was good a good foundation, but I definitely um, have gone away from that kind of strict definition of hip-hop, and I, uh, I play all types of music. But definitely I would say as a DJ, I started DJing because I started breakdancing and I wanted to do as many elements of hip-hop culture as I could and uh, I think as a dancer, you have a special understanding of music and what makes people dance, so that's kind of the perspective I come from. Do you ever, do you ever see an artist by the name of Black Coffee? Yeah, I love Black Coffee. He's, he's actually from South Africa. Yeah, he is. He's a. Uh, he's great. Yeah, he's cool. I've, I actually met him in in his hometown, Durban. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, yeah, he's cool. He was. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you're from Canada? Like you're in Toronto, Toronto, Toronto?" I was like, "No, I'm from Vancouver." <laughs> but, that's uh, I, That's he, actually where I saw Black Coffee. Was in Toronto. Yeah, I'm sure it was like you know he has played in Vancouver, but I don't think a lot of people here know him because there's not like as big of a South African diaspora here as there is in Toronto you know but I, yeah I noticed from like for example listening to that music was how I clued into like how far electronic music globally has come was mm-hmm. I remember going to that show and I was I guess blogging or something for like a fashion zine at the time or a fashion blog I guess um, mm-hmm. and it just sounded like house music like there was nothing about it at least in that set I was like, ooh, this is like, this is 
South African take on, you know, electronic music and they call it house. It was like, literally like, it really just went so perfectly with, you know, that like straight ahead type of house that was popular at the time, but really good quality. And, uh, you know, I think guys like... Very deep. It's very deep, I would say. Deep and... Uh, well, that was, that was Deep House football. before, before mm -hmm. Deep House got popular, you know? Yeah, definitely. South Africa has, has, has been listening to music and been producing, like, amazing house music for ages. And especially in Vancouver, we don't really... Uh, we're not exposed to South African house. I guess it's so far away. And for a bunch of other reasons. Um, but, you know, a lot of the house music that people in Vancouver listen to is, is more kind of Berlin style or maybe even Chicago house which, and uh, kind of New York stuff which is cool um, but yeah I definitely I definitely have a top spot for South African house when you were constructing this Let's Play Outside mix mm -hmm. um, what were you trying to communicate through that because it does kind of go through the grime and the dance hall and everything else mm -hmm. but, uh, there's some house in there I think yeah definitely um but let's play outside mix. I made that for my homies who uh, they run a, a shop um, called RHTC Online, and it's a shop in a neighborhood called Bromfontein, which is like a cultural hub and mecca in Johannesburg, South Africa. And um, I would just hang out there all the time, and they just like the entire store is covered in astroturf. Every time I go in there, somebody like throws some sort of ball at me, and then all of a sudden you're just automatically engaging with people on this level of play and and having this like natural interaction that um and having the activity especially for someone like me who's pretty hyperactive is a way that kind of soothes my social anxiety and allows me to kind of like uh connect with people without thinking too much about it and i just love their ethos they have a a project called let's play outside and they actually just had a massive Let's Play Outside festival uh, on Saturday where they featured over 100 streetwear artists and local, and musicians and everything. And they just, they're really um, representative of the really creative and ingenious and um, ambitious entrepreneurs and youth culture in South Africa, especially Johannesburg. And it's just really inspiring and so when I made that mix I uh, fused together a lot of South African music with uh, global beats from around the world um, you know some hip-hop like underground hip-hop from the US and uh, grime and, and dancehall because um, I just I think a lot of music around the world fits together really well and I think it you know is it kind of shows how we're all doing different things all around the world and there's a lot of variety and diversity which is beautiful and there's also these common streams so I like to kind of bring things together to highlight kind of um, the sameness between things but also to highlight the diversity at the same time so this new generation of world music but then mm -hmm. And being from Tofino on the west coast of Vancouver Island, definitely Canada, how could I not key in on the the, the wave imagery on the front of that cover? What exactly? What do, you, what do you see that as? Why do you think that's a useful way to kind of conceptualize where music is going globally? Yeah, I think uh, what we're seeing right now uh, in pop music, especially, is like this uh, 
you see artists like, you know, Justin Bieber and Despacito and uh, Drake um, with Afrobeats and kind of collaborating with uh, Wizkid, who's a Nigerian, um, basically the Nigerian Drake. Um, yeah, I think it's really exciting that these global rhythms and beats um, are being featured by pop artists because uh, I personally like, you know, I do like trap music, but like I, to a certain extent, and then I'm like, okay, I want to hear a different beat. My body wants to move to a different beat. And I love, that's why I love uh, rhythms like from around the world, like dancehall, cumbia, reggaeton, afrobeats, whatever it is, like something that gets my body to move in different ways. And um, there's so many different beats and rhythms around the world that deserve our attention out here in the West. And I, so I, I think what we're seeing right now is um, people kind of starting to look outside, uh, like uh, hip hop beats. Um, or hip hop beats incorporating um, elements of um, uh, different rhythms, like you know, French Montana, Unforgettable is a great example. I love that track, and I think it's just like an exciting time to um, be exploring that within pop culture and and also the underground. Um, I am kind of in, I would say like I'm kind of in between pop music and underground. Like I like I like to kind of incorporate both into into my sets um so yeah that's how i look at it and that event actually so the mix that i made world wave was for an event i threw in vancouver with my friend olga roscoe who's a, a, a dj from nigeria who has really been pushing afrobeats in vancouver grinding working so hard for years and um it was just like this beautiful coming together of all these different rhythms and uh we just had a great time it was really high energy, such good vibes, and that's what I wanted to convey with that mix, is um, all these different influences coming together, people coming together and connecting. What I like about this other mix you have here, uh, the mix you did for El Cartel, mm-hmm. about eight months ago there, um, which is sort of has a, that kind of Latin feel to it and everything else, but I like the fact that you called it psychedelic tropical, and I was listening to a bit of it there, and it definitely does have that so that, I don't know why it would be called psychedelic, but I definitely agree that that's the term that I would use as well for it. What, what yeah. do you think of as psychedelic tropical? Because like, when you hear these days, tropical, you think tropical house. But that doesn't sound like tropical house. It, psychedelic no. tropical sounds like the best term for it. How'd you come up yeah. with that? Um, the mix was very much based on El Cartel, which is a, a clothing shop and art space in, in Vancouver in Chinatown. And... Um, the person who, one of the owners, um, Pablo, is, uh, you know, a mentor and a friend, and he is just this really, he's just a trippy dude, there's like no other way to say it. He's like so nice and outgoing, and is also, you know, eccentric in this really uh, admirable way, and very open-minded, and then, so to me, that mix is kind of capturing that energy of eccentricity and kind of psychedelic kind of color like um color scale like bright colors and you know a kind of mixing of senses right so trying to highlight music that to me is very visual and um in in america primarily in you know like places like peru and mexico psychedelic cumbia is uh has been like very popular so um like since the 70s really 
and there's groups like my favorite group, Dengue Dengue Dengue, who they're from Peru and they really they remix a lot of um, you know, traditional kind of Peruvian music and indigenous music, and then kind of they do similar to what a tribe called uh, Red does in, in Vancouver, and they put an indigenous music to um, like kind of more uh, to, to like experimental or like or like kind of underground beats and uh, tell a story that way and keep uh, the culture alive and kind of create this picture of cultural resistance and yeah so for me that mix was very much based on the vibe I get when I walk into El Cartel and uh, honoring that and so the psychedelic element to me is like just, I don't know, it's a feeling that's really hard to describe. It's just, it was the right word. So what do you consider as the global underground? Or where do you hope that what you think of as the global underground is headed? Yeah, I mean, when I say the global underground, um, I mean, we live in a in a Western, um, like, centric society, like, a you know, and particularly like a, a white supremacist society where things from other cultures particularly from people of color and indigenous cultures like they're not as valued as like white european culture and so um i want to uh be a facilitator to you know put a spotlight on the amazing music and dance that is happening and being made all around the world you know in a world of seven billion people um just I want to kind of like take the focus kind of away from this, from, um, you know, kind of whatever, like the North American kind of like uh, uh, tunnel vision, you know, and kind of just r remind people that we live in like a very globalized world and with uh, technology being what it is these days and the internet and all these advances and telecommunications, uh, we're more than ever able to access music from all around the world and so I want to be kind of a facilitator of that like a vehicle of sorts wasn't it interesting that we live in such a unique time like you're mentioning I don't know you look pretty pretty white from your pictures I'm pretty white yeah I'm white I grew up in like a pretty like you know what I mean like uh, I think the community I grew up in you know like it was yeah quite a quite a solid chunk of, of white folk um, and I, I, I will say that I've always have you know kind of appreciated music from around the world sort of the same way that you would appreciate kind of classical music i remember listening to it but never really feeling like oh something i could connect to and mm -hmm. i think it's only recently um not in all cases but in a, in a large part where styles have started melding together where you know for example like even just how electronic music came out of you know um the the jamaican experience moved over to the uk as far as you know, drum and bass, incorporating breakbeats and everything else, and that goes around the world. And um, it's gotten to a point, like you said, with the Trap Called Red or Dengue, 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 where, you know, I think for the first time, maybe someone that's, you know, growing up now, let's say I had a little brother who was, you know, eight years old or whatever, and they started hearing for the first time what is today world music. I think it's a completely different picture with it, something that, you know, people are kind of able to relate to more on more than yeah. just a... More than just a um, an intellectual level or whatever, and I think I, I don't know. It's so interesting for me to wonder like where it would go, and then to hear that you want to be part of it. Um, 
is that is that something you can learn or is it just something you have to feel out is it like what have you found um i'm i, I like i'm learning as i'm going <laughs> and um, there's always things i'm learning in terms of like how i want to um how i acknowledge that you know i'm white and i i'm privileged and i grew up in uh, a suburb of vancouver in canada and that um so I want to make sure that I, I, you know, I don't represent these cultures, but I, I do want to make sure that I, I understand um, cultures and, you know, that I'm not playing music but so out of context that it would kind of um, not be acceptable to someone who's from that culture. So obviously there's, you know, I'm only one person and there's only so much I can learn, but um, I also, yeah, I... I I think it's a matter of um, just kind of being humble and, and realizing that this music that I'm playing is not my music and I can't claim it's mine and I need to give the credit where it's due and acknowledge the people that have made this music and the, the complex and beautiful culture that it comes from. And um, yeah, so it's, it's always a learning, it's always a learning curve. and. Uh, I'm going to make mistakes and I have accepted that and I'm, I just always want to stay open to having conversations uh, with people about it. In the background we're listening to Awabawa's Psychedelic Tropical Mix for El Cartel I really like it it's, it's really funky it's really trippy and just kind of almost ethereal in a South American kind of kind of way you know or Mexican or something eh fun times it was, it was great to get to chat with her and I love listening back to that because uh, there's a clarity to what she's doing and I think we'll see that on Friday so make sure to come down to the hostel for the backside kickoff party and barbecue it's all part of the Queen of the Peak competition and that's actually one of the things that drew me to Tofino one of the first times as well and um, yeah it's really 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 sweet to be able to be part of it as well bring uh, our little buddy in the corner over here how uh how'd you enjoy that that little conversation there uh, it's gotta make you think uh, definitely gotta take it. and I'm just starting to wonder now if there's anything left to be discovered or only secrets maybe maybe everything's already been figured out Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. Well, but. if you can comprehend the number of Google, right? What's a Google to the power of a Google and what happened before time was even created? At what? one point it had to be destroyed, you know? What the, wait, wait, wait. So just just help me. I'm, I'm sort of missing the leap in logic here. What's the connection between that, in your opinion, and the conversation that I had um, about psychedelic tropical or about... Just... Uh, international music how the intergalactic of it all relates to each other with the music and the frequencies vibrations yeah 
Exactly. 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 And with that, I think we need to remember that uh, we're human after all. It's Daft Punk. been tuning into the frequency horizon for the last few years if you've been a regular listener of tough city radio checking out the different shows that we have on offer you may be familiar with one dj zoiko 
This guy's a dreadlock Quebecois, man. With a fire for great music. With a passion for rhythm. That rhythm is of the deep dubstep variety. Used to have a Tuesday night show right after mine. But like so many people do, at some point he decided to depart from these fair shores. Most recently what that's meant is that he's headed over, DJ Zoiko that is, flew over to Croatia to check out Outlook Music Festival. Now, I use that word Outlook Music Festival tonight as someone who'd been to many a music festival, including Organ Eclipse. And her eyes lit up. That's 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 cool this music festival is, how important it is for the scene. And so I'm very, very happy to be able to produce for you DJ Zoiko's Outlook Experience. Check it out. Frequency Horizon, this is DJ Zoiko. You might remember me from last year's late night dub sessions, as well as a few beach parties uh, down at Cox Bay. I'm just reporting here for you guys on Outlook Festival, which happened a couple of weeks ago uh, near the town of Pula in Croatia. Uh, basically, the festival is set in an abandoned Roman fort uh, that looks over the Adriatic Sea. Said fort, which contains eight stages as well as two stages down on the beach so it's a pretty big festival uh, that lasts four days and nights as well as uh, the camping site being open a full seven days so so if you're there for the for the whole thing that's the seven days of music uh, and this year was the 10 year anniversary of Outlook Festival so you can imagine that the the lineup was pretty impressive with artists such as uh, Mala and Koki, uh, as well as Lofa uh, on the dubstep st uh, scene. And then uh, it, lots of drum and bass, lots and lots of drum and bass, uh, Alex Perez, Skeptical, Ivy Lab, all that good stuff. night where although a level six storm shut down the, the festival for an hour or so and when we came back I went to the moat stage which is exactly that just uh, a stage in the moat of the fort and which was filled with mud and rain but uh, with biome 
DJ from the UK playing a kind of a baseline garage techno set uh, for Swamp 81, which was just uh, insane, crazy, crazy stuff. So that was good. And then uh, Mala's set on the following night with classics. Uh, all vinyl, all vinyl there on the Void Sound system, so so just just great. And then the night after that, DMZ, which is Mala, Koki, and Lofa, uh, also playing a vinyl set on the main stage. Um, so just playing off all their classics, such as uh, Horror Show by Lofa, Anti-War Dub by DMZ, and then also some more modern anthems, such as Khan's Abattoir and Kaiju's Justice. Along MC Pokes, Sergeant Pokes, sorry, uh, bringing the crowd and the artists together with his with his really unique MC style. So yeah, Outlook Festival, really just great, great party, great music, great vibes, people from all over. So uh, anybody who's into that genre of music, the bass music spectrum, definitely, if you can get a chance to check that out, do it. And then anybody else, just for the vibes and the experience, I'd definitely recommend it. That's uh, DJ Zoiko signing out. Thanks, DJ Zoiko, for providing us your perspective on an international experience. You're welcome back here anytime. It would be sweet if you could send us, like, some dub plates down the line, hey? Something special. You always got something up your sleeve. And that's what we do here on the Frequency Horizon. So we're actually going to end off with one of his favorite tracks from Outlook Festival. That's going to be a tough one to decide but I think I'm going to go with um let's go with okay mm, see I, I'm going to let I'm I'm going to give our guests the last word here if I you say one or two pick one pick one or two, two last words. or three wait wait we're going to do this pick pick either the, the number one the number two or the number three? Uh, two and a half. Okay. Solitude, Skeptical, and Alex Perez. That actually worked out. Because I... Between the, the song I'd selected as two and the song I'd selected as three, there's one called Solitude by Skeptical and Alex Perez. You've been listening to the Frequency Horizon on Tough City Radio. Thank you so much for being part of this experience. Thank you to Erica D for chatting with us live on the air. Thank you to DJ Awabawa for explaining a little bit about what inspires you to create and where you hope music is headed. And I'm going to let you sign out yourself. What do you what do you what do you want to say? Say anything you want, read anything you want. It's up to you. 
discover the meaning of the wait, 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 sorry. I had your mic off for a second. You're going to have to start. Okay, so where are you at today? I'm at the point now where I'm starting to discover the meaning of the universe and how uh, the Isis will display itself through objects and shapes. And basically now what I'm thinking about is... Am I paving the road? Is the road already paved and I'm just painting the center line? And what does that mean to you? Well, when it comes to uh, the great architect of the universe, and uh, do I have any say in the matter of where the world is going, or am I just walking the stairs that are there for me to jump off? Do you think, do you think your opinion on that makes a difference, or, or what would you like to do to make sure you're in the right spot? Well, I'm uh, not exactly sure at this. I think I, I, I'm saying now when there's a will, there's a way. So I'm pretty happy there. Where there's a will, there's a way, boys and girls. And with that, make sure you get out there surfing this week. Even if you're like, oh, I'll do it later. No, just do it now. Get it over with. Like, make, make it happen. You'll learn a few things. You'll catch a few rides. And uh, you'll come back with a different story to tell next week, won't you? Find us on soundcloud.com slash frequency horizon. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Facebook.com slash frequency horizon. And uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Cheers for dropping by. Thanks for having me here. Uh, I got a lot more to talk about. <laughs> I, I imagine you do. Alright, see you guys later. I'm out. And make sure you come by that show on Friday night from 6 p.m. till midnight. Erica D. Oabawa, H.I. Tofino, killing it. Cheers. <laughs>